all right everybody what is happening this is your man l jamal coming through with another edition of never out of bounds of course this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts no news tonight on the national or international scale uh, we have some sports to talk about i have three takeaways from the in, from the nfl uh week nine I also have three questions going into week 10 we also have a few i also have a few matchups uh, some a few key matchups uh to go over for this weekend as well we're also going to be breaking down some college football i do have a new story to go over there coming out of ohio state i also have a couple key matchups to go over there as well and then finally we'll be going over the scores from the nba tonight so let's get right into, uh, right into it of course i'll be starting off with some nfl uh some nfl things we're gonna talk uh, start off with my three takeaways from week nine and uh my first one is the ravens mean business uh currently they are six and two they are first in the afc north they had that big time victory uh it was a uh, 37 to 20 versus the Patriots at home and Lamar Jackson is questionable this week though this Sunday at Cincinnati, uh, versus Cincinnati with an illness uh, but I think he should be rearing to go I think they're definitely the favorites in this game uh, they're gonna be taking that way they're gonna be taking that that game uh, pretty easily in my opinion uh, against Cincinnati and they will ma maintain and I'm, I'm pretty certain that they're gonna be pretty much winning that uh, division pretty soon they're gonna be wrapping that up uh, my second takeaway from week nine is is Nick Foles will not make Jacksonville uh, better. Uh, Jack, the Jags are currently four and five. I believe they are third in the AFC South. Yes, they are third in the AFC South. And Foles is actually returning uh, from a broken collarbone. I, I, the reason why I say that is because I don't see where they have um, a really legitimate receiving core. Uh, I think uh, that they're struggling in that regard. Uh, they can run the ball pretty decently as well, uh, but that's about it they don't really have any standout wide receivers or tight ends and defensively of course we already know about them losing Jalen Ramsey and then before the offseason too they missed a they missed out on a really good tackler uh with Telvin Smith who decided to retire and there is no and there is no return uh timetable from him it seems as though he might be uh, officially well he's officially done so uh they lost a good linebacker over the offseason during the course of this year they lost a cornerback I just don't see uh where Nick Foles uh makes them a playoff team or pushes them over the top to possibly get this division uh, i do think they do have some pieces there for next year they do have a couple okay pieces there on the defensive line i believe they still have calais campbell there as well uh they do have a pretty decent rushing game uh with uh, your boy leonard Fournette. uh so they do have some pieces going into next year but i don't think uh i don't think nick Foles, uh even at this point in the season uh can do anything with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And finally, uh, my third my third takeaway from week nine is the Browns are simply trash. Uh, they two or six, they're, they're two and six overall. Of course, it's a team coming uh, off some major preseason hype and also some offseason hype as well when they added uh, Odell Beckham Jr. They also, um, you know, they also got it. Well, they also got their new coach in Freddie Kitchens as well. And there was a whole lot being said about this team possibly winning eight or nine games, winning the, the AFC North division, and uh, definitely going to the playoffs. Uh, but now we've seen everything fall apart. 
And uh, part of that reason is Baker Mayfield. He has progressed significantly this year. Uh, so far, he has a 59% completion percentage. Uh, he also has seven touchdowns as opposed to 12 interceptions. Now, last year, he would throw for a rookie record 24 touchdowns. I believe he would just have uh, 12 interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe even uh, some more touchdowns. Maybe 20, I think it was 28 to 14 uh, touchdown interception ratio. So he is close to having as many interceptions that he, as he threw. Uh, in his first year, but nowhere near as many touchdowns. Uh, he also has 1,963 yards and a passer rating of just 71. Uh, 71. So again, he's uh, taking a step back. And defensively, overall, we're looking at a team that's middle of the road. They are 18th in overall defense, uh, but they are 30th against the run. They are giving up 141 yards a game, so they are getting gashed in that department. Uh, they have a they have a pretty decent uh, pass defense. I do believe they are six, so they have some. Uh, something to go go on uh, they do have a solid pass rush with miles garrett but again the linebackers are questionable uh, and also the offensive line is questionable the running backs are questionable uh the receivers they're okay but again they're not getting any any real help from their quarterback uh baker mayfield so offensively you can blame a lot of that on him uh possibly freddie kitchens too for not ruling guys ruling guys in and really coaching that team up beyond or up to their level so uh the browns are trash and that's how it's gonna be i think they i think they probably in this year four and twelve i uh, don't see maybe uh maybe for their sake possibly just to be on the nice side six and ten uh but i would not be surprised they just end up with four wins that's just my opinion here and uh we're gonna move on to three questions i have going into week 10 uh week 10 of course technically started last night the raiders were able to get that w 24 to 26 over the uh over their rival the los angeles chargers but i do have three questions uh going into the rest of this week uh what can the seahawks do to get a win versus the niners uh Part one of that answer, I will believe, definitely do not turn the ball over. They have a capable quarterback in Russell Wilson who can uh, lead the ball down the field, whether it be through his legs or through his arm. I believe they have a capable receiving staff. So, again, no turnovers. They're definitely going to have to run the ball against that solid, that stout San Francisco defense that is going to be coming to pressure Russell Wilson. Um outside of that then they're gonna have to make some plays down the field as well uh, I definitely think the Niners are beatable uh, I've I've seen some cracks in in what they in their team uh, they just haven't been exposed yet and it's a matter of time I don't think that I don't think anybody uh, unless we're going back to maybe I think the only time I thought somebody could go undefeated was probably 09 when you had the Saints and I believe you had the Colts they were undefeated for a very long stretch of time they were like 13 and 0 and of course you had the Patriots I don't I think uh, Patriots uh, back, I believe, in 20, a uh, little bit before then as well. So, um, uh, so with that being said, I, I don't see, I don't see the Niners going undefeated. And if anybody's going to take, give them their first loss, it'll have to be the Seahawks. Uh, my next question uh, is going to be: Can or could Cam Newton uh, potentially be traded? And there's a few teams out there that, uh, well, at least the rumor mill has in mind. One of them being uh, the Denver Broncos. You also got the Chicago Bears as well. They have some difficulties there with their starting quarterback, uh, Mitch Trubisky. And then also you have a fringe, I believe, a fringe team here. Uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers, who, of course, uh, Philip Rivers is getting ready to retire. Uh, we don't know when that's going to be. Um, he could definitely, you know, 
the Chargers could definitely use a quarterback. I think another outside team uh, might even be the Washington Redskins. They are in dire need of a quarterback. And although they did get rid of uh, Jay Gruden, they pretty much left that same coaching staff. And I'm not 100% sure that they're all 100% with Dwayne Haskins. Uh, so maybe they might make, they could possibly make a move as well there's a there's a there's a quite a few other teams uh that do need uh quarterbacks but if i'm the panthers i think honestly I, i'll take it back i said this a few weeks ago i think a lot of kyle allen's success is coming from the fact that people do not know too much about him there is no film on him of course they are already bringing in a they already brought in a uh another quarterback via the draft and will greer so i believe that kyle allen hadn't necessarily uh established himself as the clear number two yet in Carolina so again I think a lot of his success is coming from teams not really having any type of uh any type of uh play calling on him or any type of film on him I think if you give him give teams a whole offseason especially within that division uh we will see a difference uh, in Kyle Allen so I believe that if uh I believe instead of trading Cam Newton maybe while the iron is hot maybe you trade Kyle Allen for something you move him out you already have a a, a a backup per se and will Greer that you drafted this year and because of uh cam newton's injury i'm pretty sure he's been taking number two snaps so again you have a backup i would say uh like i said I say get get something while he's worth something. Get something while he's hot. That being Kyle Allen, I do not think he should, he has the same type of production next year. I think you go with the person that you know exactly what you're getting stuff out of, and that's Cam. Again, people people are gonna match up against Cam. People you know have, might know some things about Cam already, uh, but again, you also have that potential of him succeeding and then being beyond that. And again, you don't necessarily have that with Kyle Allen. I think a lot of his success again is because teams just quite frankly don't know too much about him and finally uh my next my last question is going to be how good is their car um i've been hearing a lot of almost anti raider bashing i will call it raider bashing all on the mainstream media. Uh, I've heard some questions pertaining to how good Derek Carr is, this, that, and the other. Is he a franchise quarterback? Let's break down the stats. Currently, he has a completion percentage of 71%. He also has a 14-4 uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Now, mind you, it's probably you know not the numbers that people might might uh might uh, consider glossy or or fantastic but again he is five and four and he's made he and for the most part with the exception of maybe uh green bay uh with the exception of the chiefs and the exception of the vikings every game that they've been in have been close and for the most part uh even within those losses he hasn't necessarily looked terrible he hasn't thrown away crucial in it he didn't throw away two two or three interceptions in those games he didn't throw away too many crucial interceptions in those games so for the most part his numbers are there he's ninth in quarterback rating with 62 he has a passer rating of of 104.4 uh now mind you i think people give uh Derek carr a whole lot of uh, negativity but i need to be very crucial about people like baker mayfield baker mayfield is the quarterback who sucks not Derek carr Derek carr is a serviceable quarterback i would all say it these are all numbers think about it this way he has a 71 percent 
completion rating, and we already know that he does not have a, a pro ball caliber wide receiver. So let's let's stop with the bull, okay? He doesn't have a pro ball wide receiver. He has he has an emerging tight end though. But think about where that tight end had to come from before this season. So we're not. I'm not. And that's not to slight him, and that's not really to slight anybody on that receiving core. But again, imagine if he would have had an Antonio Brown. Imagine if Antonio Brown would have kept his act together and actually wanted to play for us. I don't know. I think you have a, a instead of a fourteen to four interception touchdown to interception ratio, maybe you have a nineteen to fourteen, maybe a twenty to fourteen. Um, I, I think there's. I mean, if you add if you add another capable wide receiver to this team, I think we're looking at a totally different offense. And if you add one more solid defender, whether it be a pass rusher or maybe even somebody in the secondary, possibly a defensive back, we're looking at an overall totally better team uh, for 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 a team that everybody had written off in my opinion and, and pretty much uh, if you look at anybody in mainstream media they would have written this team off so for this team to be five and four and still have a shot at the playoffs that says a lot to how good really Derek Carr is and I think he's one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league all right now let's move on I have three key matchups going into week 10 my first up is going to be is it's going to be in the NFC uh, the Panthers at five and three are going to be taking on the Packers who are at seven and two uh, this one I think is a little bit tricky to call. Of course, uh, the Panthers are still without Cam. Uh, they have Kyle Allen, a new guy. And of course, the Packers, they have a really solid defense that's come along uh, for the most part. They have a really good running game uh, with Jamal Adams and also Jamal Williams. Uh, sorry, not Jamal. I don't know why I keep saying that. Aaron Jones. I don't know why I keep saying that. Uh, but Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, uh, they, have the, they have the two solid backs there. Of course, uh, Devontae Adams has been uh, healthier as of late. So they do have a legitimate receiving core again. And, of course, you have the bit, uh, the Aaron Rodgers factor. Uh, it's a little bit hard uh, for me in this one, but I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to take them by at least two scores here. I just don't, um, you know, I, I'm just, I, I don't know. I, you know, I think it's a matter of time before, you know, somebody figures out what Kyle Allen is. I'm not, and that's not to say that he's terrible, but I think it's a matter of time before people kind of figure out, you know, his uh, – his body language and his tails, you know, you know, it's, it's a matter of time before people figure him out is what I'm saying. Uh, next up, we have the Vikings and the Cowboys. Uh, both of these teams have just three losses on the year. The Vikings stand at six and three and the Cowboys are five and three. Uh, this one is going to be interesting. Uh, but again, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. Uh, I think both teams have solid defenses. I think both teams have a pretty good running game. But for what it's worth, I trust Dak Prescott as a quarterback before I trust Kirk Cousins. So because of that, I have to go with the Dak factor there. Uh, Dak factor there uh, i also trust ezekiel elliott to get it done more so than i trust Dalvin cook that's just the way it is and i got the the vikings one i'm sorry i got the cowboys one in this one it should be close i got it uh possibly being 28 24 i definitely got the cowboys though and finally we have the seahawks uh taking off against the niners uh this one is going to be difficult uh i do like seahawks the seahawks chance in, in this one uh however i'm gonna go with a team that's undefeated i have not seen them lose yet there is a there is a way for the seahawks to lose but i have not i mean for the seahawks to win but again for with that being said i haven't seen the niners lose yet so i don't know exactly how that uh will come to fruition so for now i'm gonna have to go with the niners all right y'all i'm gonna take a quick break and when i come back i'll be going over some college football i got one new story to go over and then i'll be going over a couple key matchups going into tomorrow all right y'all
right, y'all. I am back. I'm going to break down some college football. I have one news story here, and it's coming out of Ohio State. And it looks like the Buckeyes will be missing the talents of their star defensive end, Chase Young, who has been suspended indefinitely from tomorrow. Uh, suspended uh, indefinitely, and that's starting in tomorrow's game versus Maryland. And these are due to NCAA violations from last year. Apparently, the, uh, apparently the pass rusher took out a loan from a family friend. Of course, this is a big NCAA no-no, despite them, you know, of course, allowing players to get paid for the likeness now. But apparently, uh, taking a loan from somebody else is a big no-no. Uh, definitely violated his scholarship, uh, you know, all that type of deal. Uh, but he's definitely uh, garnered some national attention this year. He is a Heisman candidate. Uh, he was, up to this point in the year, he had 22 solo tackles. He had 13 and a half sacks. He also had five forced fumbles in just eight games. Uh, he is also, well, he was also slated to be a first-round draft pick as well uh that may or may not change despite what just happened uh i think if they if that type of look at what joe oh, what happened with uh, joey bosa uh he he did have some injury issues his last year at ohio state uh but he was able to get drafted pretty high by the 49ers and look at him now uh so for chase young he should be all right even if he doesn't play the rest of this year the town has already uh been shown but again just kind of just goes to show you that uh the big time schools they are definitely uh, looking to circumvent the rules and they definitely are always embroiled in some type of drama that's just the way it is uh, but let's move on to some key matchups tomorrow uh, starting with the Big Ten uh, of course Ohio State's uh, actually the Big Ten Conference Ohio State's home conference we have a matchup between number five Penn State and number 13 Minnesota both uh, both of these two teams coming here uh, with a record of 8-0 they both average about the same amount of points every game about 32 uh, Minnesota is a little bit better through the actually a little bit better on the ground and Penn State is a little bit better through the air uh, in terms of I have winning this one this is going to be an interesting one uh, but I definitely I'm going to take the edge with Penn State here I don't think Minnesota has played too many uh, difficult opponents this year but for Penn State uh, they've been in they've been in the ring with some tougher opponents uh, they haven't looked super great but they've been able to to amass three touchdowns in just about every just about every game I don't think Minnesota can match that offensive veracity with a team of Penn State's caliber. That's just my opinion. I have Penn State win a, a close one, uh, but it ha if it happens to go above 60 points, I might uh, put the edge to Minnesota. And next up, of course, we have the big matchup here. A matchup here between the one and two teams. Be uh, well, according to the the AP ranking, the one and two teams here, Alabama and LSU. Of course, it's the college football playoff rankings are a little bit different. Uh, but number one. Alabama, actually, sorry, number two Alabama goes into town to face LSU. Uh, both teams are 8-0. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is going to be out in this game. That is going to be the big story here. I think because of that, I think LSU has a slight edge, but do not sleep on Alabama's defense. They, they are going to come to play, and they come to tackle pretty well, but I think Joe Burrow just has just has enough in the tank for one more awesome performance. I think this is going to be LSU's four straight top 10 opponent. I think they have enough energy to get through it and again this is going to be pretty much your uh sec west uh de facto championship uh and I, i'm pretty sure the winner of this game is going to win the sec uh championship at all 
So moving on from college football, we're going to wrap everything up tonight with some NBA. Uh, no news to talk about, really. But we're going to break down some scores, starting with the Eastern Conference. We have the Cavs uh, getting a 13-point win over the Wizards. 113-100 to is the final score. The Cavs moved to 3-5 and five on the year. The Wizards are now 2-6 and six for the Cavs. They were led by Tristan Thompson's Thompson, excuse me, he was the highest scorer on the team with 21 points, 12 rebounds, and also 3 assists. Guard Colin Sexton would also have 16 points and 2 assists. Uh, Kevin Love would uh, put up 16 points as well as 12 rebounds and 2 assists. And finally, Darius Garland would have 15 points, 6 assists, and 2 rebounds. For the Wizards that were led by their center, Thomas Bryant, he would have 23 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Bradley Beal would have 20 points, 9, re- uh, nine assists, and 5 rebounds. And rookie forward Rui Achimura out of Gonzaga would have 21 points, 7 rebounds, and also 3 assists. Moving on, we have another, uh, we have, actually, we have a, uh, an interconference matchup between the Magic and the, and the Grizzlies, excuse me. The Magic get it done in this one, 118 to 86. The Pacers beat the Pistons 112 to 106. The Kings get it done against the Hawks, 121 to 109. Uh, we have the Timberwolves getting done in overtime against the Dubs, 125 to 119. In this one, D'Angelo Russell will go off. I believe this is a career high for, the, for him. 52 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 assists. Alec Burks would have 18 points and 9 assists coming off the bench. And for the Timberwolves, Anthony Wiggins would have 40 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. That's a career high for him. Carl Anthony Towns would also put up 20. He'd also 20 points. He would also have 14 rebounds and 4 assists. And forward Robert Covington would have 17 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, up next, we have the Pelicans. Actually, I'm sorry, the Raptors getting a win against the Pelicans, 122 to 104. We got the Knicks getting the win against the Mavericks 106 to 103. The Jazz uh, beat the Buck the Bucks, excuse me, 103 to 100. We got the Nuggets getting it done by three against the Sixers, uh, 100 to 97. Uh, we had the Nets here getting it done against the Blazers, 119 to 115. Uh, despite Damian Lillard having a franchise slash career uh, record 60 points, again the Blazers are struggling this year. I can't even explain it. And finally, to end off the night, we had the Lakers getting it done against the Heat. 95 to 80 was the final score. The Lakers move up to 7-1 on the year. The Heat are now 6-3. For the Heat, they were led by Jimmy Butler. He would have 22 points, 6 rebounds, and also 3 assists. Goran Dragic would help out with 19 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds. For the Lakers, it was a big man show with Anthony Davis getting 26 points and 8 rebounds and also 7 assists. And your boy LeBron would get 25 points, 6 assists, and also 4 rebound so i'm calling it a wrap for tonight i will be back tomorrow uh, i will be having some college football action to go over i also got that joker review for you guys as well and then uh sunday we'll be going over some world on the street uh we have uh some, some news stories to go over there and of course we'll be going over the, all the nba uh, sorry all the nfl action and all the nba action from sunday so i uh, will be back through the course of the weekend coming back tomorrow night uh you'll hear from me sunday as well if you're looking to get in touch with me in the meantime you can, hit, uh, you can hit me up at my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is ljbutler75 at gmail.com. E-L-J-Butler at gmail.com. Once again, that is ljbutler E. 
eljbutler75 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Facebook and Instagram at ljamaljani. That is E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. Once again, that is ljamaljani. That is E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. You can reach me on Facebook or Instagram with that. I also have a Facebook page for the show at Never Out of Bounds. Take a look. I have some content I shared. I also have some links as well. Uh, again, if anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out. One love. And I will be. you will be hearing from me tomorrow night. All right, y'all.